I would like to be traded to any other team but the New England Patriots. Big brain predictions. That's what I got. Take it off, sir. Both teams beat the Steelers. And that person. EDP. Yes, but if he lose this game, I firmly believe we do not need to make playoffs. So don't you ever disrespect. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> I did. I was like, maybe we can make this transition back seamlessly. <laughs> now that the voices are actually matching the mouth movement. Welcome back to episode 64 of co host Jalen Brown. I feel like this is what makes the show have character. <laughs> Shows you we are human people. <laughs> Shaq. I'm your other co-host, Shaquille Brown. <laughs> and of course, Malin. Yes, I'm your favorite ball. <laughs> oh, after 64 episodes, he's still trying to tune in for professional radio. <laughs> You're a very committed person. And if that's the case, if either Jets fans or Brown fans. So. <laughs> Folks, we want to thank you for joining us yet again for another episode. We are going to start this one off strong, like we always do with our opening shot. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. How's that Jack Apple taste? Very good. Very good. It's <laughs> disgusting. Malin, would you like to enlighten the people at home what you are drinking? Oh, I'm drinking the uh, Weller Special Reserve that I'm sipping on. Um, I've got a Eva Maria cigar with me so that I can get through Shaq's nonsense for the next however long you want to do this show tonight, Jalen. <laughs> well, we will get right into things. Just wanted to mention that if you are watching the show now, I guess I should say now you can watch the show on Spotify. So everybody out there that listens to their music or podcasts through uh, Spotify, like a decent human being, you can now watch the video version through Spotify. Every other podcast platform you still can only listen to, but uh, if you are one of those people who do not have Spotify, you can still watch the show live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, just check us out on the Melheim's Media YouTube channel. You can come join the live chat. You can say hi. You can talk noise. You can do whatever you want to do in that chat. It is... Uh, uh, free chat. It's, it's wide open. It's completely public. Uh, I, I like that the uh, the free benefit of Spotify that Starbucks gives to partners just became less beneficial because we're on it now. So it's <laughs> good. Well, 
it's a disgraceful platform, but we're here to stay. <laughs> oh, we're trying to get at every platform, okay? <laughs> uh, folks, Shaq and I predicted every single game in the preseason, and this is actually old. I did not even, you know, folks, I'm sorry, I'm slacking. I forgot to update our preseason prediction records. Don't even worry about it. It has no bearing on this show whatsoever. <laughs> like, these I'm numbers look a little odd. Anyway, that just saves us a little bit of time. So we can get right into the first topic of the week. So seeing that this is our last episode before uh, Christmas this Saturday, uh, I figured it'd be appropriate for us to gift any team within professional sports with a new player or coach as long as it is something reasonable, like we're not going to sit here and suddenly say that the Detroit Tigers are going to sign Russell Westbrook, even though that the Lakers would love that. But let's you know be realistic here, at least to some degree. So we are going to go around and each of us are going to give one gift of a player or a coach and uh, trade them or sign them to a different team. Um, I'm going to just I'll kick this thing off. I had two, but if I can only give one gift. I'll give two. I'll mention the other one briefly. Uh, Tyler Huntley. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers should sign Tyler Huntley come next year and give themselves a shot at bailing them out of the Ben Roethlisberger bomb that's about to go off uh, come next summer. So I'm just throwing that out there. That is my number two. I think that they should look into making that happen. Uh, you can take that for whatever it's worth. Uh, on the the primary one, though, this was I think we talked about this last week. The trade of Simmons for Westbrook. Go ahead and take that deal, uh, Lakers. Go ahead and just trade away Russell Westbrook. Take Ben Simmons in exchange. You can thank me later. All your problems will disappear. <laughs> your headaches will be gone. <laughs> Russell Westbrook will go to Philly and screw up Joel Embiid's chances at winning a title. And instead, you will have a scared-to-shoot guard. But I think Laker fans right now would take scared-to-shoot over, would just shoot at anything at this point. So that's my gift to the Lakers is a Westbrook for Simmons trade. Would either one of you guys like to volunteer to go next? I mean, I can go next. You already kind of partially covered what was going to be my top wish is that the Steelers, one's two for one, the Steelers would go ahead and force Big Ben into retirement, force him to be like, I'm done, and then to follow that up, literally sign any free agent quarterback coming into okay. <laughs> and, and any free, does not matter, any free agent quarterback. <laughs> if you can get rid of one of these two set. If anything, we can keep Rudolph. I don't mind keeping Rudolph, as bad as that sounds. Get rid of the other dead weight that we got on the quarterback position and sign legit any other free agent quarterback coming on. This man has played way too long, and unfortunately, he is the weak link of our team. I love him to death. He did great for a franchise in his prime. Well, homeboy has played two to three seasons longer than he should have, so I'm going to go ahead and say my wish is that they go ahead and make this man retire. Go ahead and hang his jersey up in the stadium or whatever they need to do and 
go ahead and draft somebody to come in and start rebuilding this team the way they need to while be still while our good players are still in their prime or still functional. Do you have anybody in particular? Nope, does not matter. Like <laughs> does not matter. Anybody with two legs and a, and a solid elbow. So, so Shaq is giving an empty box for yeah. Christmas. There's a name on it. There's it's a, to the Steelers, but there's nobody in it. There's the nobody. It's just anybody you want. There's like maybe two or three players that probably worse in the league right now that probably wouldn't benefit us at all put on this team but for the rest of these quarterbacks on Navy looking for another team they could probably benefit our team for the most part no surprise that one yes uh, <laughs> <Maitland>. <laughs> all right so a couple of things because we're a distinguished radio program I want to say that um add as Russell Westbrook is playing for the Lakers I think he'd be even worse playing baseball for the Detroit Tigers Jalen as you said um, so that that's the first thing I'll let you point out. I think you meant the Detroit Pistons. Um, second, no, no, no. Um, I, I'd I also like. I meant the Tigers. You meant the Tigers. Okay, damn. All right. Well, yeah, there in the left field, just picking his nose. Um, <laughs> exactly. And then I like the fact that Jalen wants Pittsburgh to get Huntley, who's only started one game in the NFL, so that his Patriots can continue to run rough shot all over. AFC that that is his plan Shaq don't think he's being nice okay um and then Shaq wants you know the Amish rifle Andy Dolphin next year apparently that, that's who he wants rifle um, over Big Ben any day of the week right now <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> this, 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 this man is so disrespectful <laughs> I cannot believe I cannot believe that I am the one person on this show that actually hates Ben Roethlisberger but I'm the one guy like defending his honor. Like that's the <laughs> position that you put me in, Shaq, and I don't like it. But anyways, you see him going play? towards my gift. What? You see him play? He's got precisely five oh. minutes worth of hard football left in him. That's why he saves you it for the fourth take quarter. Andy Dalton over Big Ben. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> it's just Dude. blind hate. At, at, at this pan, at this point, he wants Tim Hasselbeck from ESPN to come out of the and play for the Steelers. At this point, I'll take either um, one of the Manning um, brothers out of <laughs> broadcasting and throw the all around. He would, he would take Cooper Manning that played wide receiver in high school as his quarterback right now. Um, because so, at least he tells some great jokes in the huddle. Anyways. On to my gifts. Um, so I got two for my Seahawks. Uh, this is what I got. One, uh, you know, I'm going big. I want Jonathan Taylor. Um, I want 1,500 yards and 17 touchdowns <laughs> in 14 games. That, that's what I want for my Seahawks offense. Why? Because Russell Wilson ain't shit without a good running game. Uh, he's proved it. It's what it is. Uh, that's just where we're at. Um, and you know what? I want Doug Peterson as my head coach of the Seahawks next year. Boy. I love you, Pete Carroll. You have done a lot for this organization. I appreciate you. Go be president of some farm club. I don't care. Go back to USC. Um, but Doug Peterson is from Washington. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. He's an offensive mind. Uh, it doesn't matter who you put offensive coordinator you're not going to fix the offense as long as Pete Carroll and his defensive <clears throat> philosophy is in charge. I hate it. I hate to say it because I love Pete Carroll and that crooked-ass nose and those Nike Monarchs. I love him to death. 
I'm always going to hug him for that 48, the 48 to the uh, 43 day Super Bowl win, but it is what it is. That was back in 2013. We're going into 2022 and we're missing the playoffs for the second time in 10 years. First losing season under Russell Wilson. That's terrible. So that's what I want, people. That's a pretty nice little wish list there, Jonathan Taylor and Dougie P. That would be interesting. Um, be amazing. That is a that's an excellent segue right into our next topic of the week, uh, folks. If you are uh, watching this after the fact, feel free to leave your wish list down below as well. Uh, but we're going to get into our recap of last week in the NFL. And I think we'll just start off right where Mainland uh, left off at with his Seahawks. Uh, they did lose to the Rams last night on a very strange Tuesday night game. Uh, Mainland, the floor is all yours. Okay, so I know I have five. It's a lot to unpack here, people. Stay with me. First of all, it's <laughs> oh, yeah, complete and utter bullshit. Now, hold on, Shaq. <laughs> if you have another... If you have another button on your T-shirt, Shep, button it up and put a tie on because we're getting distinguished. Um, we're so, anyways, buttons. Um, it is – you didn't think I was going to be able to throw on a hack on a shirt, did you? Uh, so, anyways, it is bullshit that the NFL started all of a sudden moving games. Okay, That's the first thing I'll get into. Because they came out in the beginning of the year saying that if anyone can't fit a team, you're going to forfeit. Then all of a sudden – all of a sudden, you got some playoff teams that are going to end up having to forfeit or not be able to play good football games, meaning the Rams, you had Cleveland, you had Washington. So, like, oh, you know what? You know, forget the fact that Aaron Rodgers had to miss a game because of COVID, and they put Green Bay out there earlier in the year. Now, because it's starting to get a little tighter, they're like, you know, we'll start moving stuff around. So all they did was allow for the time of, you know, Seattle to lose key players and the Rams to get key players back. So we ended up losing one of our best corners. We ended up losing Tyler Lockett. While the Rams got back, Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, um, they ended up getting Odell Beckham Jr. back. They ended up getting Higby back. They get all these players. So that's the first thing. That's bullshit. Second, um... Seahawks played like hot ass last night, okay? I'll admit it, people. America, it was disgusting. Uh, Wilson completed well under 60% of his passes. No touchdowns, 100-something yards. One interception at the end of the game. Should have been a pass interference, whatever. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, But Russell Wilson was a step off on every throw. Like, DK Metcalf beat Ramsey like he was a redhead to stepchild last night. Like, Ramsey had three flags on him, two holding, one pass interference. Why? Because Metcalf was running by him every damn time. Did Wilson see it? No. Why? Because he doesn't have stilettos on people and he's short. Um, so he kept underthrowing. I don't know what the touch problem is. I don't know what's going on with Wilson, but he needs to fix it. So, yes, we played like hot ass last night, 3 of 11 on third down. No running game whatsoever. It was terrible. But now let's talk about some officiating. Because that is my biggest gripe. There were three calls that led Rams points during that game, and it was ridiculous. We should have had them. 
on the three and out, deep in their own territory, until all of a sudden Cooper Cup got apparently held by somebody that he was practically trying to put, you know, a power move on in the WWE. Uh, so that was ridiculous. And then all of a sudden they marched down and scored a touchdown. Um, have you ever heard of a false start on a running back in your life, Jalen? Have you ever heard that call? I cannot I say that I have. I am 40 goddamn years old, and I have never heard a false start being called on a running back. Yet on the third and one, that happened. And then on fourth and six, it's a lot like what happened a few years ago when the Rams ended up going to the Super Bowl. Apparently a linebacker can go ahead and maul a running back like a bear in the wild and you not get a call called on you. But you want to go ahead and fly DJ Dallas for being pissed off and kicking the football. Why? Because he was mauled by a fucking bear. Um, so I do think that the officiating was atrocious. Uh, I do think that the Seahawks played like hot ass, but there have been plenty of times where the Seahawks have played like hot ass and end up winning the game because they put themselves in a position to win the game. And they would have been in a position on the 40-yard line with four minutes left to go ahead and tie the game. And who knows what would have happened because the game was back and forth. Stafford wasn't playing great. Cooper Cup was the only person actually playing great during the entire game. That was it. Uh, The Rams' defense wasn't necessarily getting a whole lot of pressure. There were only three sacks on Wilson. He caused all of them by holding on to the ball too long and ducking and diving and dodging, acting like he was playing dodgeball. Um, Ended up losing. Can't run to save his life now. Um, So we had a shot to win the game, but yet apparently a linebacker can just tackle somebody um, and hold their arms down, and apparently the NFL is fine with that. So I hope that's under five minutes. That's my take. I'm still pissed off. And, yes, there's going to be a lot of drinking during this holiday season up until January 1st because of that. Thank you. Shaq, you have anything to say about this? Um, Unfortunately, things played out the way they are, but here we are. A lot of this is the season of unfortunate events for a lot of our teams, except for Jalen. So <laughs> this is are. the time you, you realize what you're going to be doing come January. <laughs> yes, you kind of our eyes kind of opened up to what's going on. And either either A, your team's making it, two, they're not making it, or three, it's going to take a godforsaken miracle for whatever <laughs> your ambitions are. So that's where we rely on that. Okay. Uh, true or false, there were some shitty calls in that game last night. There were some shitty calls, but that's the thing. It's like you kind of have to be good enough to overcome those shitty calls. But you guys can't keep your offense on the field for more than like seven minutes a game. And that's that. Yeah, we did lose. Okay, first of all, we had 20 minutes time of possession. We did lose time of possession by 10 minutes. I get it. But we were still in position. We were driving. It was third and one until all of a sudden, for the first time in my life, I heard a running back false start someone's knees buckled and then it was fourth and then it was third and six and i don't know why they ran the play they did the dj dallas on third and six i don't know what that was that was stupid uh but then on fourth and six that was pass interference you should have had the ball on the 40 yard line 40 yards to go to tie the game would we fuck it up 50 50 half a dozen or another 
Probably, but give us the shot. Like, ref should not be dictating the outcome of a game, and officiating, by and large, this year has been horrendous. Yeah, there there has been a lot of questionable calls throughout um, throughout this year. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good segue right into our next game of this week's recap. So this was last Thursday. This seems like this was uh, a year ago at this point, but uh, on Thursday night football, the Chiefs did beat the Chargers in overtime, thirty-four to twenty-eight, uh, in a basically a shootout. The two Young guns going back and forth. Very, very entertaining game to watch. Uh, however, though, we a lot of us wrote off the Chiefs in the beginning of the year, and now here they are, large and in charge. I mean, not large, but they are currently in charge of the AFC. Uh, where do you guys stand on the Chiefs right now? Like, would you want to play them if the playoffs started, uh, say, this weekend? Shaq, we'll go to you first. Um, I would not. I feel like they kind of sort of regained some sort of momentum of what they were as a team. Granted, as can they maintain it is a true question. I feel like, will Mahomes change into like his true form when it comes time for postseason? Will he clutch it up for his team? Or is he going to resort back to early season post Malone? Not post Malone. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes where he slips back and he <laughs> can't maintain. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> professional radio sorry. I'm sorry he was playing like Post Malone this season he might as well <laughs> yes but like if he maintains what he's doing right now late season I would not want to play them at all come postseason but this is just a story of if they can maintain what they got going on right now Mainland. Um, the the thing with the Chiefs right now is that you don't know which team you're going to get because they're dead even on turnovers right now. Okay. So they've taken the ball away, 14 interceptions and 11 fumbles, but they've given the ball away, 13 interceptions and 12 fumbles. So they're 25 and 25. Mm-hmm. So the problem is, is when you get into the playoffs, like, are the turnovers going to end up killing something that could have been special? Because that's really the only thing that's getting in their own way right now. Um, They do have a little bit of a COVID issue right now uh, with Kelsey and Hill going into this week. They might not play. Um, I really do think they need the number one seed. They need the bye, I think. Uh, you want to be able to play the AFC Championship game in KC if you're the Chiefs in front of your home stadium, um, in in your home crowd. I just I, I don't know what what Chiefs team you're going to see because they've ripped off a good number of wins, but they've won ugly, they've won good, but they've also lost ugly and they've lost really bad. And so, do I want? Like, I don't know. They they just have not played consistent the entire year and even when they're winning they have not been playing consistent um you know and it does concern me the fact that listen Mahomes man he was 31 to 47 410 yards three touchdowns he did have that one int but the fact that Mahomes was the leading rusher last game yeah three carries for 32 yards like that's a problem the Chiefs have to have a running game 
going into the playoffs. And right now they don't have it. And I don't know that they trust Edwards because Edwards is a big part of that fumble. I think he's had seven fumbles this year. Um, and so you cannot have the turnovers rearing its ugly, uh, its ugly head going into the playoffs. And I have no idea if that's going to happen or not right now. I will kind of bring a little bit of nuance to this. I, like you said, if they are at home at Arrowhead, I, I do not want to play the Chiefs. However, if you can get them at your stadium early in the playoffs, I think they could be had because they are, like, it seems like they're back for the most part, but they still have some of the same issues that they've been having all year. And I think that if you could get them get them on the road uh, early in the playoffs, like the first round, they could you could actually win a game on them. The thing is, I feel like they're the type of team that in the postseason, they gain a lot of momentum once it comes down to like the championship game. So, when it comes to that point, and I think like they can smell, hey, we have a, a shot to go to the Super Bowl on the line. They really, like, play out of their minds. And past few AFC Championship games have all been at Kansas City. So we haven't really got to see them in that <clears throat> scenario in a different setting. So who knows? But if it's early in the playoffs, I would say, sure, take them. But uh, later on, I really would not like anybody's chances. The only thing that really kind of concerns me is that they're so one-dimensional right now. Like, when they've gone to the Super Bowl the last two years, they've had Sammy Watkins as that third wide receiver. They tried to bring in Josh Gordon this year, didn't work out. Uh, running backs haven't worked out. It's it's Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey or bust. And you can't be that one-dimensional in the playoffs. Um, so the defense has been playing really good lately. But that type of one-dimensional offense just makes me a little bit nervous. Yeah, I think what we saw from them in overtime, which is literally just that that trio, that was like a microcosm of what's going to come come next month. Like, that's what they're gonna have boiled themselves down to is just that big three, and that is all they have at the end mm-hmm. of the day. So we'll see what happens with the the reigning AFC champs if that continues. Uh, staying in the AFC, it finally happened, folks. My team finally lost a game. Yeah, I know. It's been <laughs> oh, darn. Two, months, two months, three months, four months. Must be nice. <laughs> Show off. <laughs> we lost by 10 points in Indy. Uh, our defense just could not do anything with Jonathan Taylor, and that's what it came down to the – Really, the the final play, the nail in the coffin, was Jonathan Taylor. That summed up the entire game. Uh, but we had our chances. Like at one point, we were uh, right in the red zone with the chance. If we would have scored, we'd have been down by just one possession, and we would have been right back into the game. But drop passes, penalties, knocked us back, and we had to settle for a field goal and. Unfortunately, the Colts did capitalize on that, and they just kept their foot on the gas. And, yeah, it was really disappointing to lose when that fashion. Like, I hate when there's that little bit of hope and you actually do something about it, and then the other team just comes and slams the door, and and that's that, and you just miss out on that tiny bit of space that you had. Uh, But, yeah, defense could not stop Jonathan Taylor. Carson Wentz really had to do little to nothing. He had... 
extremely low amount of yards. I think he passed for like 60 yards to finish the game with something around there. Uh, it, the strange fact, like if you were to say that Carson Wentz is going to throw for less than 100 yards and beat the New England Patriots, you would be like, what the hell are you talking about? But that's what happened. Uh, usually would take away what a team does best, but Taylor still had his field day. And uh, Indianapolis was nuts. Like it was like a, a just sound machine in there. Like it was amped up to the absolute max from start to finish. It was as if it was a playoff game. Uh, yeah, Mac Jones seemed probably a bit overwhelmed. And I mean, I don't blame the guy. It was obviously a lot for him to take in. So yeah, that that's all I really have to say about that one. Uh, Malin? Um, well, first, I'd like to say that, you know, Vegas knows a lot more than I do. So when I took New England last week, even though New Vegas was giving them points, uh, they, they knew better. Um, I'm really confident in New England in this game. What it really came down to was the fact that Indianapolis was able to stop New England's running game, and New England wasn't able to stop Jonathan Taylor because – uh, the leading rusher for the Patriots only had 36 yards on 10 carries. So that meant that the Patriots had to put the ball into Jones' hands. And, you know, he, did, he didn't He did do terrible. He was 26 to 45, 299, two touchdowns, uh, two interceptions. He did make a couple costly, you know, like picks in that game. But it really came down to the fact that Taylor was just able to do whatever he wanted to do for 170 yards. Um the fact you know like vegas knows a lot and what they do know is that taylor's gonna get his yards and wince is terrible because wince five for 12 for 57 yards and a touchdown like that's all he had in the whole game that's ridiculous like yeah. i get that indianapolis is playing strong defense i get that jonathan taylor his done what few running backs have been able to do and get themselves into the MVP conversation because he's been able to stay healthy. He's been running like crazy. And the Colts are probably getting to the playoffs, but this is completely unsustainable. There has been the last three games, I don't think Wentz has passed for over 200 yards in any of those games. Um, it's completely unsustainable. At some point in the playoffs, you're going to get got. So they they won. I get it. Sometimes, in my opinion, the better team does lose because of any given Sunday. I do think the Patriots are still the better team. Um, but the Patriots need more than 36 yards out of the leading rusher if they're going to win a football game because Jones is still a rookie. Check. Yeah, kind of what Milan said is like I have more faith in New England as a whole entire team when it comes to collective effort than I do the Colts. I see them <clears> falling <throat> apart to a degree once they hit do hit playoffs, and I still have faith in a uh, young boy in New England to pull through as a quarterback. It's just a lot of pressure. I feel like they're kind of putting through on him, but I still have more faith on him and the whole entire team than I do the Colts. So it's like even though they lost. I still think this is a take away from New England as a team, which is hard for me to say, coming from the rest of the sports world. I love to hate New England on a whole, but I still got faith in them. 
And and this is the type of Patriots team that gives Bill Belichick wet dreams. All right, like he needs a strong running game, a good defense, and a quarterback that isn't getting all the all the glory. Like this is Bill Belichick's. Like if he can win a Super Bowl next couple years, like my God, you you might see him running down the street naked in Las Vegas. There ain't nothing <laughs> outside the question if he can win one without Brady. Because right now. He's at home just just dreaming of how great they can be in the playoffs. Yeah, if we did meet them again in the playoffs, and knock on wood here, I would like to see them again in the playoffs because I find it very hard to believe that they'd be able to beat us in the same manner that they beat us this time around. Uh, I just it's hard to see that happening. But um, hey, I still tip my hat to each zone. They They played a good game. Um, but it would be interesting to see what happens if they do make the playoffs and somebody else plays them. Um, how they slow down Jonathan Taylor, whoever they play, uh, how that factors in. But anyway, moving into the next game here. Uh, this one, we're going right to Shaq's team. Yeah, but Sunday afternoon, Titans and Steelers faced off again. Uh, and the Steelers were able to just barely hold off the Tennessee Titans. It's a common theme with the Steelers here. 19-13 was the final score. I did predict the over on this one, America. I apologize for even bothering with that one, but here we are. Uh, yeah, Shaq. Uh, we predicted the AFC North two weeks ago. Do you still think that uh, your prediction will pan out the way that you thought it would? Because I predicted that they would what, make a wild card, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Last season, I still think it's very much possible for them to win a wild card with the COVID hitting the other teams in our division, with the injuries that are hitting with the other division. Unfortunately, it's a very shameful way to make playoffs for us to capitalize on having a somewhat healthy team to a degree. But if we could find a way to capitalize on the fact that we got a full healthy team, we might be going up against the other teams in our division that may have a couple backups in there and not fully healthy teams we could very much cap if we could smart enough and be like yo this is the time to strike we very much could take this walk our spot right now what do you think about this game in particular um of course it's another still typical game cutting it very fucking close <laughs> towards the last like i would i love to have a confident game for once where we don't have to wait till last minute to decide we need to win the game yes <laughs> so that's my only complaint about this is uh, please stop leaving at the last moment to decide that you need to win the game because come postseason, we this is not a, sustainable. Mm-hmm. You yeah. cannot wait till a playoff game to decide, you know what, fourth quarter, we ready to play right. football. We need to be consistent for four quarters of football. But <sighs> it's a steal. It's unfortunate this has been season long, probably two seasons long of football problems that we've had of waiting to the last moment. But a win is a win at the end of the day, and I'm glad to take my win for my Steelers. Malin? Uh, Well, first, like, Shaq, Shaq needs to get on my level when it comes to, like, games that you should win, one-point games, and being stressful, because the Seahawks, over the last decade, 78% of the games we played in the regular season have been decided by one score or less. Okay? <laughs> so get on my level first about just being angry during a three-hour football game. Uh, that's my life over the last decade. Uh, second, um, 
I would just like America to realize that Shaq did nothing but talk shit for three minutes about big men and want the Amish rifle, anybody else. Uh, I don't know, somebody with two legs and maybe Forrest Gump, I don't give a shit, uh, wants him playing quarterback for the Steelers, uh, yet he thinks they're going to make the wild card this year. Um, sir, you won 19-13. to 13. You were down 13-3 to 3 going into the second half. Big Ben had 148 yards passing, and Harris, who everyone's like, oh, my God, we got a running game in Pittsburgh, and he's about to win somebody's fantasy leagues. 12 carries for 18 yards, and y'all still won the game. Okay, I don't think it's any coincidence that the Matrix movie comes out next week, and you just won a game that seemed to be played in the fucking Matrix. Like, that just shouldn't happen. Um, so I don't think that Steelers are going to win, uh, going into the, I don't, I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, I think they're third in their own division right now. Um, and the way that I know that the North is so completely screwed up is the fact that if Cleveland had won on Monday, they would have been number one in the division. They lost, and they're like 12th in the AFC. So that's that's not a knock on how bad or good Cleveland is. That's just a knock on how mediocre that division is. Um, so I, I don't know. Like, even if y'all make the playoffs, y'all going to be bounced like my kid out of a bounce house and a water slide. That's like just last ridiculous. year? <laughs> but, yeah. In yeah, last well, year, you guys started eleven to zero, and you were still talking shit all the way until you got your ass beaten. Yeah, yeah you got you got catapulted straight out of the straight out of the locker oh. game. <laughs> so th- this is one of those like schizophrenic moments where Shaq is thinking positive about his team because by the end of this program, he's going to be talking shit about how bad they are again. What do you What do you want from me? When I talk bad about my team, y'all complain that we talk bad about my team. I come in here talking positive. Y'all like, fuck you. <laughs> we need the other version of you back. <laughs> y'all never please with whatever version of me y'all get. I, I just want you to be consistent. No, I'm trying to use all parts, all parts of this forehead y'all be trying to roast and think of great outcomes <laughs> of our football team. <laughs> I mean, I see you trying, but you're failing. <laughs> Today's the right side not, of the forehead. Not, I'm trying to... <laughs> you might need to rub that noggin a little bit. Before we go too far into the abyss here. Uh, <laughs> the Titans, on paper, like won this game in so many different ways. It's sad that they somehow could not actually win this in the... Most important category. I was going to say the best, the only important part of this category. Yeah, I mean, time of possession, they had almost twice the time of possession. Um, first downs had almost twice the amount of first downs. Uh, they're better on third downs. Uh, it's just all around a much better game for the Titans. But the glaring stat that <laughs> stuck out here is the Titans could not take care of the football. Uh, they had four turnovers they were rivaling uh westbrook on this one but they had three fumbles Tannehill threw a pick uh and one of those fumbles i remember was also his fault as well uh they just cost themselves this game at the end of the day like they had a couple opportunities to score the ball and just gave it away and and that was that uh and at the end of the day the steelers defense 
came in handy like it has pretty much all year when they absolutely needed to and was able to give them yet another win. But, Jack, like you said, this is not really sustainable. <laughs> Come January, if they are in the playoffs, um, there are there is a team out there that is licking their chops saying, man, if we played them, <laughs> we'd blow the doors off. <laughs> yeah, it's like for once I mean, in the past. And for once for the past couple of years, we are the team that somebody hopes to get like to run across come postseasons. Like, please give us a Steelers play round one. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, don't don't act like that hasn't been the Steelers for like the last six years. Okay. Everybody wants to play the Steelers in the playoffs for the last six years. Second, two years. Let's, <laughs> let, let's go ahead. Let, let's go ahead and give a golf clap for the fact that Steelers beat a team who their best player ain't played for six weeks. Guess he's still number five on the rushing list and Derrick Henry. Uh, can I, so, yeah, good, good win. Can I just say that good win. we have two players that have played for us in the past five years or so now ending up on the books, too. Can we discuss that? Well. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later, Shaq. Stop jumping things. I just want to put that out there. That's very frustrating. Your forehead's me. getting ahead of yourself. Forehead's <laughs> always been ahead of myself. Um, does this change how I think the division will play out? I don't know. Like Malin was saying, this this is so so weird. Like they're all within a game of each other. Um. And and you know with all four of those teams you have no idea which team you're going to get on any given Sunday so very hard to predict them, uh, but the Steelers have a legit shot as do the f- other three of them equally to win this division so it's hard for me to say. Okay, well let let, let me ask you going into the playoffs, real quick I know I'm putting you on the spot who are your top four teams going into no, the playoffs? Nobody out of that division I think them was in, in the AFC right now. Uh, Kansas City, New England. The other two, uh, Buffalo and I don't know. That fourth spot is very random. Like I want to say Indy, but then they have their moments. I want to say Baltimore. I would have said Baltimore, but right now okay. I don't know with them. America, I love the fact that what Jalen said is that I gave a top four and he didn't say nobody from that division. Okay. Right. And that is what everyone else is thinking because everybody's flawed. Big Ben throws for 150 yards a game. Lamar Jackson, his best weapon is his legs. He doesn't have it anymore with the ankle injury. Baker Mayfield, like, is he a cyborg right now? Like, what the hell is going on with him? Like, that North. Somebody is going to win that division to get to the playoffs, and then they're going to get their ass kicked. So <laughs> that's where we are. I completely agree. Our division is so flawed. It went from being one of the hardest divisions of football to play into into being everybody's wish list of teams to play against come first round of or any point of playoffs. Like I said, <laughs> well, oh, the fact that the quarterback position is the weakest position in our division right now when it was once uh, one of the greatest. Look, Jack, Baker, uh, Baker Mayfield, I, the worst player on his team come to offensive weapons, I feel like. Big Ben, every bone in his body is stiff as can be when it comes to moving around. A homeboy can only move about five yards per play. What is what is our division? I, I, will, I will say this, Shaq, is that I do think that the North – is the best division top to bottom as far as talent. Okay? I will say that. There, there's no other division that you'd be like, listen, anybody could win that division. Okay, 
injuries have gotten the best of them. I get it. Um, and that's why everyone's kind of licking their chops right now. But that division, like, they've just beaten the crap out of each other all year long, and there's a bunch of injuries right now. And that's why everyone's like, we can we can beat everybody going into January because they've already beaten themselves up enough. Yeah, it's so inconsistent. And for some reason, we're finding each other as the worst enemies, as we should for a division. But, like, like you said, we are just taking – every time you play each other like a divisional game, we are just going ham and – Playing the roughest football we can, but like, come any other team outside of the division, it's kind of like by the time you get to that next week, it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out G Money in the chat. Thank you for coming out for another week. He says Mayfield is a better actor than quarterback, and that's not saying much. Just it, sum this all up: the current four quarterbacks in that division as of this past weekend really sums up why this division is where it's at but you have burrow roethlisberger uh huntley and um oh what's buddy's name uh third stringer for cleveland browns uh oh why can't i think of his name all of a sudden um it's not relevant um, no, like when Burrow Burrow is the best quarterback, and then you have Huntley that's made one career start. That's all you have to say about the quarterback play right now in that division because of the injuries. And my thing is Burrow, Cincinnati. and then Huntley. My thing about that is that Cincinnati <laughs> love how hyped that team was at the beginning of the season, yeah, but, but now yeah. I feel like they've burnt themselves out of mm-hmm. all the talent and, and the good juju oh, they've had. They have no ex- like oh, they have no yeah. excuses that they could throw out there no they just burnt themselves they used up all their good juju and charm at the beginning of the season now i'm pretty sure they're what last in the division right now is that right now they're actually first are they first now i thought they switched it up but yeah come on jack god damn it but you can't talk shit about the number one team in your division (laughs) but i but they're they're number one when you thought they were last but they're actually number one it's because they're healthy but they got Burrow, they got Mixon, they got Higgins, they got that, Chase. Not because they're like the best. Not, not because they're the best team out there. Like it's just because they got the actual roster out there for the full degree. And the only other next full team that's great in roster wise and health is my team. And <laughs> look at us sitting here at okay. third place. Okay. Now, <laughs> first of all, it's Cincinnati right now is more talented than Pittsburgh. Second. If Lamar Jackson was healthy, Baltimore would be number two. Then Pittsburgh would big would Big Ben would be number three. The fact that the fact that Harris, the fact that he only had eighteen yards yeah, in the last game, that's that's disgusting. And for it be a very important game come late season, you think these right. people are trying their hardest, and this man can only pull eighteen yards out of his ass to play football. Like you, you cannot be a Pittsburgh running back with the last name Harris. <laughs> Shout out to Franco Harris, and only get eighteen yards off of twelve carries, and people not leaving just shit on your doorstep. Like that's what's happening right now in Pittsburgh. Like that was disgusting. And y'all wonder why. So yeah. Went- why I shit my team one week and praise them one week is because that's how consistent they are. One week they're they can play football. Big Ben pull something up his ass. The next week you got JV team out there running around trying Listen. to figure out their head from the ass. I don't. 
Listen, like the last 30 years, Cincinnati might make the playoffs, but they probably lose in the first round and not get that playoff win. So that's kind of funny. Yeah. It was so, Mullins. Nick Mullins. Oh, is Nick Mullins. Third string. Yes. And, you know, he was good with San Francisco as, as the third yes. string when Jimmy G got hurt all the time. Because that's what yeah. Jimmy G does. But I'm going to stop talking because Jalen has a show to run and he needs to keep us on schedule. <laughs> Nick Mullins is a serviceable serviceable quarterback i'll give him that anyway last but not least on this part of the recap uh the cardinals got blown out by the detroit lions this is truly the matrix that we're living in i don't know anything to say about this game just the fact that i looked at the score they were down one score like nothing whatever they're down two scores i'm still like okay whatever then it just kept spiraling, and I was like, what the hell is going on? And and they just couldn't dig themselves out of the hole, and they lost the game. And I have absolutely no comment on this one. Uh, <laughs> Malin, this team is in your division. How the hell did they lose this game? Oh, the, the, this is great because this is what Arizona does. Um, they fold in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Um. They routinely, since Murray has joined the Cardinals, they have been terrible the last two weeks of November through the end of December. Uh, even last year, um, they were um, six and two, seven and two, eight and two. They ended up like five hundred record. Um, the year before that, they started off a little bit hot and they lost like five of the last eight games. Um, th- this is what Arizona does. Uh, of Kingsbury, he's not the coach to take them over the top. He had a losing record in college. I don't even know how he got this job in Arizona. Um, but the fact that, you know, like Murray was, he it was 23 or 41, 257, one touchdown, one interception. That's not great, but it's not bad. But everyone was given, like, Murray the MVP, like, seven games into the year. And I was like, well, Let's just hold on and see what he does second half of the year. Like, he has not looked right. I don't know if you guys have seen him run on and off the field. I think I mentioned him last week. Mm-hmm. He is running like I am, and I'm 40 years old. <laughs> like, I'm old as shit, and he's hobbling around on and off the field like I am. And the fact that Connor, I love James Connor. Jack doesn't like James Connor because no, he used to be not. a stealer. Uh, but, you know, like, he was. <laughs> He was, he, 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 he ran, he was eight for eight rushes for 39 yards, right? 42 of those yards was on one play. <laughs> so he literally was 2.4 yards per carry the other seven carries. Like the running game was non-existent and that can't happen when you don't have DeAndre Hopkins. So the Lions, like, they beat the brakes off of them. Like, it was it was crazy. Like, Jared Goff is their daddy. It doesn't matter if he's in the Rams or if he's in the Lions. Like, he is their daddy. He threw for three touchdowns. When was the last time Goff threw for three touchdowns? Probably when he was with the Rams playing yep. the Cardinals. Um, so it, it, was, it was a ridiculous game. Um... And you you had to see that type of game going. And listen, I, I don't know that that I, I think the Arizona's gonna keep spiraling. I think the Rams are gonna win the division. 
hmm. maybe the Rams win one game the rest of the year. Maybe. I mean the Cardinals. Cardinals. Yes. Got oh. Oh, that's the one time Jalen gets to throw shade at me. God <laughs> damn it. Barely? That wasn't nice. <laughs> I do think that uh, Goff went into this game and he was like, hey, guys, trust me. I know this team. I used to play them all the time. It's December. They're going to fold. I got y'all. <laughs> he just picked them apart. <laughs> and, and you know that you played a bad football game when you put the Lions on a winning streak. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All I gotta say about this is that these are two teams that, for some reason, no matter what, the, but this outcome, they both hurt themselves. Cardinals hurt themselves with playoff positioning by winning, by losing, and Detroit hurt themselves by winning. It's like motherfuckers, you are on. <laughs> what are you trying to? What are you? What are you aiming for? <laughs> what? Are, what is your angle? <laughs> what is winning games doing for you for, for your Listen, season right now? Shaq Campbell wants to beat a few more kneecaps so that he can be a coach next year. No, that, stop. That's his. St- stop it. That's what he wants to do. Campbell wants to buy a he house wants... there. He wants to settle down in Detroit. Like Campbell <laughs> he would love it. Campbell Campbell wants to coach next year. I don't give a goddamn if he buys a house in Flint, Michigan. Like he wants to coach next year. Yes, he wants to win a football game. Nothing right says now. I want to coach this game than messing up. Not only my season, but my draft pick for next season too. I mean, you should go out and be Detroit for this season. You already lost your chances. Go ahead. You already tied with a team you had no business tying to and winning games you had no business winning. Go ahead and lose okay. the rest of the season. But, but what? But what good does that do, Campbell, if he loses the rest of the year and loses his job? Like, does that draft pick really matter to him? No, me, he wants me, to win a me, job. Me as an owner is like, you win another goddamn game. <laughs> okay, well, we're talking about the same people that are producing the F-150 right now. So, the, uh... First of all, they know a damn thing wrong with my F-150. <laughs> Go ahead and hit something with it or try to tow something, Shaq. <laughs> You see a lot wrong with it. I'm very content and happy. Thank you very much. (laughs) But all I'm saying is that winning is probably not your best interest right now with this team. Go ahead and continue what you've been doing the first three quarters of the season. (laughs) I I love the fact that I took a shot at the Lions and I still took a shot at Shaq at the same time. (laughs) That That made me so happy as a person. It's like, first of all, I like you meant that. I was like, this location shade does not need to be thrown right now. <laughs> Listen, my my dad owned an F one fifty back in the day, and he's no longer here. But still, Ford is losing the pickup truck game to Toyota, so that should tell you something about how the Lions. I, I mean, right granted, Toyota does put out great vehicles. We are going to <laughs> get out of this. <laughs> Segment. <laughs> this is about transitioning into the truck game. So we here for six hours talking about trucks. Thirty minutes later, I was like, you know, Dodge puts out. <laughs> you goddamn right, Mopar baby. Hemi engines, my brother. Hemi engines. Well, we are going to go to a break. 
<laughs> Just like, all right, no. <laughs> and when we come back, we will not be talking about the automobile you know, industry. Dwight Howard has a son, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> that sentence would, would cause a right war now. on this show. <laughs> Dwight Howard drives a son, Drew. <laughs> Run off a cliff. <laughs> Make Shaq happy. With... <laughs> With lead tires too. <laughs> I want your seatbelt to fail. <laughs> All right, before the show gets banned by the government for wishing death upon people. Listen, we're all vaccinated. We're not getting banned. True that. We will see you guys back chip. here in seven and a half minutes. Last man standing wins. Who's oh, Team Sonor is the 12th pick just that fast. Going back in, who's going next? Pick 11. Oh, Team Ness. Nestor goes to get this out of the way. That's a methodical process. Oh, Team Johnson goes next. Pick number 10. Didn't even care to eat it. Who's next? Oh, Washington football team, DC. Oh, hold on, technicality. The checks is still on the table. Going back in. Oh, sloth goes. Sorry, Uncle Shaq. Can I take the paper too? Fair enough. Okay, and then, oh man, Team Meyer. Is he gonna take it? Yeah, he's gonna take it. There it goes. Alright, who's going next? Oh, D plus five off the board. Alright, who's going next? Y'all, yeah, the paper does not count. <laughs> Dowdy goes first, and then Team Lambert. It's going back in last four. Who's pick number four? Team Warren goes at four. Who's going at three? Three. Oh, talking demon goes at three. Number two. Oh, leave your old daddy. Put him at number two. What a shame. Congrats to Morgan, Washington football team, DC, number one pick. I will show. How about this? Here's my bet. I will show up to the bar with the Juju jersey. If we win, I will give it to you, and you have to wear the Juju jersey on the show next Wednesday if the Steelers win. But Shaq cannot take the jersey off at any point during the game. That's fair. <laughs> fair fair <laughs> It brings five. Smithers sideline. It's caught by Miller, who lost the football, and it's recovered by Swain. That's Inbounds good. with a clock running, and no timeouts and they scramble to kill it down to three and two they line up with one yeah pretty freaking play i'm chucking the shit I, it's del mabry <laughs> how can you not see that there is one second on the clock motion boy you better spike the shit out of this you know Ha, 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 ha.
On the beach getting sloppy, whoa, kimosabe, big ballin' is my hobby, but ain't nothing gon' stop it till we see the rain. Seize it, man, put it in a headlock, squeeze it, man. Carpet D on my heart, stay beating, it's what y'all need it, believe it, man. I had to seize it, man, put it in a headlock, squeeze it, man. Carpet D on my heart, stay beating, it's what y'all need it, believe it, man. I just had a breakthrough. There ain't nothing y'all can do with me. I just Where's the phone? Where's the phone? Sergeant's dog! Get the fuck out of here! Give him the fall back. Give him the fall back. Cut off! Do something! First question. Who is currently leading the NFL in reception yards? I'm going with Arizona. <clears throat> I'm a player. Sorry, player. <laughs> with a Larry, team. I'm going with Larry. Larry, Larry who? Fitzgerald. Oh my he didn't, god! He didn't, no. no current. No. Currently. He's not still on the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Where's he at? Cooper. Cooper. Oh, no. Just Which current quarterback that is actively playing has thrown the most interceptions so far this season? Heineke. No. Cut. Okay. No. It's. <laughs> Mahomes and Zach Wilson. Dang it. Really? Yes. Drink. Yes. You deserve that L. Do it. Your head coach, Ron Rivera, he won a Super Bowl in the 80s as a part of what team? <laughs> um, fuck it, Michigan. No. Wait. Um, Oakland Raiders. Why are you asking me this? Oh my god. Jason Campbell. No. Hell no. <laughs> I was the first black quarterback. Nigga, he's black, isn't he? 
Williams is just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan knows he needs so some water. If Ryan makes you do the entirety of the show, give him a, a medal order for me. I mean, listen, hey, he thought that Fitzgerald was still playing, so he's playing with that. that. And not just still playing, but had the most. At an all pro level. <laughs> Remember to follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at AFR Sports. That's at AFR Sports. Now back to the show featuring your hosts Jalen and Shaquille. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back to the second half of this glorious show. I want to wish you all a happy holidays, a Merry Christmas, a happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Of course, Happy New Year. Very festive here, as y'all can tell. As miserable as this episode has been. <laughs> Malin, how are you holding up? I'm good. I'm I'm great. Wonderful. And there's some news. Hey, let's have a shot. Yes. You got your apple whiskey, that pathetic excuse for whiskey. You guys pouring that yet? <laughs> Nope, we Shaq, you're slacking. Right now. That's fine. <laughs> I thought we were going to finish the rest of it, but I think we'll still have just a little. Look, I'm trying to top off this shot as these shots as much as possible to make sure this bottle is. That just means you get to disappoint yourself at another time drinking Jack oh, Apple. What the disappoint hell? myself, I'll go back into Dayton. <laughs> right now, I just, want, I just want everyone to see this shot glass from Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. I take a family trip every single year. Love it. One of the best weeks that I have every single year. You guys drinking that disgusting goddamn Jack Apple? Go for yes, it. Let's do it. Christmas, folks. News, baby. Let's go. Rolling <clears throat> right into the news. Today's top stories and breaking news. All right. The news for the week. We're going to start off with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have a laundry list of uh, news going on here. Uh, so Chris Godwin Tore his ACL on the uh, Sunday night game against the Saints. He will be out for the rest of the season. Uh, Fournette is also going to be out the rest of the season with a hamstring injury. <clears throat> injury excuse me. Um, Mike Evans has a hamstring injury as well. Uh, he sounds like he's going to be kind of week to week, uh, but they have not said that he's going to be out for the rest of the season. Um, so Tampa did sign Le'Veon Bell, I think just yesterday. Uh, you know, that's it just sounds like a – the logical things Le'Veon Bell to sign with these championship contending teams and this is just the next one on his list uh, but yeah Tampa in a some real hot water right now they, they dropped another game to the Saints a embarrassing one and they've lost a few key players uh, Evans is week to week where are you guys at on Tampa right now I would just like to say losing players to a snooze fest of a game is the most yeah. is even worse 
part of it. And losing snooze fest of a game, which makes it even worse. <laughs> Tom Brady getting shut out for like once, like you know, it's in been the last a, like fifteen years. Yeah, that's like what I'm that. saying. It's like wow, it's like a lot went wrong in this game for the Bucks. A lot. And of course, they for some reason pick up the Grim Reaper of championship teams, Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. This man has how many? Like you said, he's been on a few championship contender teams, <laughs> and then you go to like. <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> common factors, Le'Veon well, Bell. Uh, <laughs> I forehead Henley. Calm, calm down, just have a second. Um, <laughs> so take your bias out of Le'Veon Bell's side. No, that's just not. Okay, that. I, I mean, know, that's... I, I know, I know he was a Steeler, then he went to the Jets, but he did go to the Super Bowl last year, but he lost to the pick. <laughs> that did happen. It's like a championship contender slayer. That 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 is rife. Okay, but you know, like like you said, Jalen. You know, God went out, foreign out, rest of the year. Uh, Evans, they're saying is day to day, so his hamstring injury isn't as bad. The the problem is going forward on their path to the Super Bowl is that this is a situation that Brady he hasn't really been in twenty years with the Patriots. Every year he went to the Super Bowl, they were relatively healthy. Um, they weren't dealing with this many injuries to key players. There were a couple mm-hmm. years where maybe Gronk was hurt or whatever right. because Gronk always gets hurt because he's just a mammoth of a man. Um, but, you know, you look at their last three games, okay? They play Carolina, the Jets, and then Carolina again. Even without Godwin, who is number three in the NFL in yards. You still got Mike Evans probably coming back after next week. They're going to bring Antonio Brown back um, because Godwin's out. They're 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 at the point now to where they don't care what you do off the field. They don't care what you can do on the field. Um, so I really see them winning these next three games: Carolina twice and the Jets once. Like you're probably going to go thirteen and four. Right. The only issue is. <clears throat> is that Green Bay has Cleveland, Minnesota, and Detroit their last three games. So Green Bay needs to lose two out of their last three for Tampa to get the number one seed. That's not going to happen. Like, even if they tie at 13-4, and four, if they lose one to maybe Cleveland or Minnesota... I really hope to God they don't lose to Detroit because that would just be so much fun to pick on Aaron Rodgers Amazing. about. Yeah. yeah. I don't see it happening. I really don't. So even if they have the same record of 13-4, and four, Green Bay gets the number one seed, which means that Tampa has to go back to Green Bay, and it's a different ball game in Lambeau Field with the fans, and you're without two of your top four players right now. And Le'Veon Bell, he's just a body. He's not going to be running. It's going to be Bernard. It's going to be running the ball. Uh, It's not going to be Le'Veon Bell. So the Bucs are in trouble 
I don't want to count them out because they still have Tom Brady, and Tom Brady is still leading the lead in pass attempts, completion, yards, and touchdowns, which is insane for somebody that's 65 years old, whatever. Um, but to beat Green Bay this year in Lambeau, you kind of have to have all all hands on deck, and Tampa's not going to have that. So I do think they are in trouble when it comes to their ultimate goal, which is winning the Super Bowl. They'll win the division, but will they get to the Super Bowl? That's very much in question now. Yeah, just goes to show, going back to back, so difficult. So difficult for everything to go right two consecutive years. So we'll see what happens. At the end of the day, it is TB12, so... I still like their chances, but this is going to be very tough. Uh, next up, Daniel Jones will also miss the rest of the season with a neck injury. Um, I don't know much about this besides the fact that this was not from this most recent Sunday. Like This was a previous injury that I guess is more serious than what they took it for initially. Uh, but yeah, Jones will miss the rest of the year. Giants fans, this is uh, just more great news to your ears uh, with a very disappointing season as you guys have had really wish Evan was going to be on this week but here we are with the uh, dream team once again for 16 weeks in a row uh, anyway Shaq what you think about DJ missing the rest of the year I mean it's unfortunate to have somebody miss a whole year of your career based off an of injury which is very disappointing always wish people great recovery but you know, with this team's position. He's probably in a really good spot right now. Exactly. It's kind of like... Oh, COVID must have hit Shaq hard because he's only missed like four games uh, <laughs> so far. So it's not the whole year. Um, but but listen, like, this is it unfortunate for someone like Daniel Jones? Yeah, well, I mean, maybe... I mean, Okay, I'm not going to make a forehead joke. I'm going to be a nice person. Uh, so, it shows big. Um, so, nice. it is, but I'm going to be nice because uh, I'm trying to turn over a leaf shack. Don't go ahead and like unbutton something. Give me that opportunity. I saw you. Um, Are you under the impression that Shaq has buttons on his shirt? He does, doesn't he? Does he not? No, he's just wearing a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Give there's me no that buttons that. on that shirt. <laughs> it is oh. Maybe you've okay. seen the cords well, and the uh, headphones. The, the the video quality is terrible. Apparently, I thought he had some buttons on that t-shirt. That would be a potato. First of all, America, let let's not forget the fact that Shaq is wearing the most basic shirt possible because <laughs> he doesn't want to, he doesn't want me to give him shit over his shirt choices in life. So he's just come back to me. I was coming to me on my shirt choice. Because <laughs> um, listen, over the last. I don't know, 19 years has probably been terrible, but it's pretty good right now. Um, but anyways, so Daniel Jones, um, 60 weeks. neck issues. <laughs> neck issues are not what they were. I mean, hell, Peyton Manning had a neck issue, and what did he do? He went to the Broncos, and he ended up winning the Super Bowl, even though his body was broken down, but he still – at that time, was able to set records as a quarterback with touchdowns, yards, all that stuff. Um, and at this point, listen, man, 
if Seattle wanted to go ahead and trade for Daniel Jones and two number one picks, which the Giants have, I would probably take that deal. Um, because Wilson is not playing good, and I know Sierra wants to be in New York. Uh, because I do think that uh, Daniel Jones could be one of those products of, it could be like Steve Young. Played for the mm-hmm. Bucks, they sucked. Went to the Niners, won a Super Bowl. One of the best left-handed quarterbacks that ever played the game and in the Hall of Fame. Maybe Daniel Jones could be that in another organization because I do think he's talented, but I don't think that the Giants have been able to put the talent around him in the passing game and the defense, and Saquon Barkley has not been able to stay healthy, um, so you can't really count him. Um, so I, I do think that if he went somewhere else, I think he could be a lot more successful. Yes, agree 1,000%. Uh, next up, staying in New York, the Nets are bringing back or have brought back Kyrie Irving uh, part-time for away games since they have been riddled with COVID and are just looking for anybody to come play the game of basketball for them. So they had to uh, make that very, I'm sure that was a, a great phone call to go call Kyrie and say, hey, uh, we're going to uh, Washington next week. You think you can come uh play for us <laughs> but what do you guys think about Kyrie coming back presumably temporarily uh, to play in away games with enough struggle and desperation um, your opportunity will come <clears throat> um, <laughs> it just goes to show stand by whatever the hell you believe in because <laughs> for the most part people will <laughs> They always come crawling yeah, back. Exactly. <laughs> they got that Thanos line rolling in. <laughs> this man just waiting at this house like, uh-uh, that phone going to ring any moment now. And you're ready for me. And where did that leave you? <laughs> right back to me. Exactly. If they lose one more player, they could be the whole city of New York could be like, you know what? Home games ain't that too bad. It's one man. Go ahead and, <laughs> go ahead and play man. home games soon. So that man just waiting for his time to shine. It's all right. I see Kyrie. <laughs> Malin. Uh, I mean he kind of gets the best of both worlds because he doesn't get booed by the home crowd because they hate him so he only goes on away games um, but we're still acting on the premise that the NBA isn't going to come out with new protocols after the first of the year because of the new variant that's come out I mean shit the NHL has suspended everything um, until after the holidays, after the first of the year, they've already said that they're not going to send their hockey players to the to uh, to the Olympics. So they they've already suspended stuff. The NBA is like we, we don't even know what type of Christmas lineup we're going to get uh, with, with everything that's going on with COVID. Um, and so, is the NBA really going to make it easy for someone like Kyrie Irving to just play road games? Who's unvaccinated? And everything's kind of popping off with COVID. I think there's going to be something that's going to come down after the first year. It's probably going to make it to where he can't do it. He's going to go back to playing NBA 2K or Madden 22 or whatever it is. He's going to be bored out of his goddamn mind. Um, but at the end of the day, he wants his money. So that's why he's going to come back and play. Because if the Nets say they want him to come back and play, 
he's going to come back and play because if he doesn't, then they can void the contract and you don't get that goddamn money. <clears throat> um, but man, like Kyrie, I mean, he, he's a joke. Like really? Like he just, he believes the earth is flat. Do I need to say anything else? Do I really need to say anything else? The earth is flat according to this person. Walk right off. If Durant and Harden were healthy, Kyrie would be at home looking at his flat earth map. A desperate move on the part of the Nets. Yeah, it definitely seems like as soon as they're back at uh, you know, not full force, but as soon as they can, he'll probably be going right back home. Look, this man is I'm saying this man is playing not out of money. Clearly, this man has his guaranteed money that's getting out of things. This man's playing purely, probably because of legacy type of thing. Type of thing. He wants to remember as Kyrie, yes, the man who can ball, which he can, but also the man who stuck by his ways and got what he wanted out of it. So it's kind of what he's trying to go for. Like, look, they're gonna make me play one way or another because they're gonna need me. <laughs> I don't mind sitting at home Listen. playing two K. <laughs> All, all I'm saying, I never want to just live like question somebody's intelligence, right? If you're talking about a man that has gotten on a plane, the the bare minimum, forty one times a year during his career, still believes the Earth is flat. Okay, so forgive me if I don't trust his judgment on COVID or whatever dumbass thing he thinks that they should be doing with it. Moving right along into the next segment of the news here. Uh, The Lakers ended up signing Isaiah Thomas to a 10-day contract. I have to give huge props to the Lakers for going out and getting IT, former Celtic in his heyday. Uh, He's been playing all right, as a, as a Laker so far. This is his second stint with the Lakers, actually. He was there a few years ago, but he's back for now. Um, they went out and got him while Russ was out for a uh, COVID protocol thing. He was only out for like a couple of days, though. And then <laughs> Russ came right back in to save the day. And, uh, yeah, he's right back to being Russ. But they do have IT for now. Uh, do you guys think that he will be staying around, or is this just after the ten days will probably be gone? Uh, let me go and take this one first, Shaq. Sit back with your little little gray shirt there. <laughs> He's um, a uh, Tacoma he, uh, native, right? He is. He's a Tacoma native, and I'm a Tacoma, Tacoma native. And I love that man. <laughs> Wait, what? What did he just say? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Shaq over there talking shit like if he didn't shave his head there wouldn't be a second move and throw the earth off his asses that's fine um so uh I love the man he played for the Huskies he won a pack he won a pack 10 pack 12 title whatever it was back then um but the simple fact of the matter is like he's hurt himself so many times uh there's been a lot of injuries his hip uh, a knee injury and when he's played for the Lakers this year he was in the beginning he scored 19 points his first game and he scored 13 points and he scored 3 points I just 
I just don't think that we're going to ever see the Isaiah Thomas that was playing for Boston that was putting up like mad numbers back in the day. Um, he comes in and out of the league, 10 day contracts. I do think it's disrespectful to him because I think he earned himself a spot in the NBA based off of what he did. Um, and I think he's good enough to come off the bench on any NBA roster. I would love to see him sign um, an actual contract, not just a 10 day contract. Cause he did it last year with somebody. Yeah. Um, but is he making the impact that the Lakers need? Absolutely not. Uh, because they're injury ridden. They're old. LeBron James at some point is going to break down. It's not going to be good. Anthony Davis is not doing what Anthony Davis needs to do. Russell Westbrook is doing everything that everyone thought that Russell Westbrook would do. Um, he's just turning the ball over um, all the goddamn time and just making stupid ass shots. Like, I don't know what he thought he was doing when he scored that mid-range jumper and acted like he was cradling a baby. <laughs> and then later on in the game, got his shit just blocked. Like, hey, listen, we're just going to send you down into the heavens. Uh, in fact, we're going we're gonna to beat you down like you're a Mormon and send you down to the third heaven. Uh, it was just fucking ridiculous. Um, so I really, I really wish that Isaiah Thomas would get the shot that he deserves, but it's probably not going to happen. I'm glad he's in the NBA, but from 19 to three points in three games, I mean, shit, he was one of 11 his last game. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you can't even accredit it to like, oh, he only got a couple shots up. You're right. He had 11 attempts. So there's that, but. The other thing is Lakers don't necessarily need him much. Like they still have obviously Westbrook, Rondo, THT is there. LeBron handles the ball. Like they have, as far as handling the ball goes, they're okay. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Do they need him? Westbrook is on the team. Yes, they need him. Well, when you put it like that, but they they need him. Lord. <laughs> him, him rocking the baby on Mikael Bridges, who is considerably bigger than him, and then getting swatted right back down is the funniest shit to me. <laughs> well, the whole goddamn game was just funny because LeBron James walked in with a cigar like it was a victory cigar, and yes, he played out of his mind, and I love the fact that he keeps playing out of his mind, but I'm like, Damn, Bron, like, know who your team is. Like, you're lucky to get a playing spot at this point. <laughs> what? The team is terrible and the West is stacked. Like, what, what, what are you doing? That whole team is just the, oh, man, they're funny to me. I, I have to give LeBron a ton of props. That man has to have the most patience of anybody right now because – I know he's sitting there looking at Westbrook turn over the ball time and time again, and he doesn't show it, but you know he's got to be like, what the hell are you doing? Again, why do you keep jumping in the air with no plan on where this ball is going? And, and listen, Jalen, you, you did call it at the beginning of the year. You called it that the Lakers were, were old. They were going to be injury-ridden the whole year. You called it. I didn't listen. I didn't listen. It's one of the few times 
I'm going to say you're right, even though you're wearing a shirt with another man's name on it. Um, <laughs> you were right. Yeah. <laughs> Shaq, everything to say about this. I mean, like you said, um, Lakers are like a circus to watch right now. It's always a different sort and type of entertainment that you get from night in, night out. Russ be- being the main clown in the circus. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone to the point where I will turn on their games just to have a good laugh. Like yes. they are just pure comedy. Unfortunately, like you said, homeboy doesn't get the respect that he deserves, and he deserves more than a ten-day fucking contract from a yeah. team. But unfortunately, that's the team he's getting right, right. now. It's, it's it's the business at the end of the day. But I hate the fact that Shaq agrees with me, and I'm also a little bit nervous about fact that Shaq was just stroking his arm like he's missing a hit of heroin or something that that, that made me a little nervous like doing the whole thing, thing there Shaq that was, that was a little weird uh, heroin the poor man's drug definitely not Bobby I'm going over <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm rich but definitely not <laughs> that's the it Shaq gets when he hasn't talked about Dwight Howard in five yeah, minutes let's just say conversation Shaq isn't poor because he works for, you know, like a hospital. So, you know, they get paid a lot of money. So he's not poor at all. Go ahead, Shaq. Sure. (laughs) We're going to move into the last topic of the day here with the ride or die in in 58 minutes. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, folks. I feel like that's a shot at me. That's not right. That is a shot on everybody on this goddamn show. Uh, <laughs> this is the segment where we predict five games within the next little while on the show here. Uh, yeah, so we've got all, since this is a Christmas episode, we've got all Christmas Day games in NFL and NBA. Uh, currently, our records are 28-32 and 32 for Shaq and I. Yeah, 28-32 for both Shaq and I. And then Malin is at 14 and five right now. Um, damn right. So we're going to start off with the NFL. Uh, Cleveland at the Packers. Packers are seven and a half point favorites at home. The over-under is 45 points. This game is 430 this Christmas. Uh, Malin, you being the leader in this segment, what do you like in this game? Well... I mean, you, they're at Green Bay, so that means that Baker Mayfield can't have a book club or popcorn party or anything. It is uh, his home stable like he does his all his goddamn commercials. Um, no, uh, G- Green Bay is getting healthy while Cleveland is still hurt. Um, they're going to get Aaron Jones back. Uh, the if you're giving me seven and a half points, that's more than a touchdown. But Aaron Rodgers, it doesn't matter how much that man wants to look like John Wick. He is still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I will take Green Bay with the point, seven and a half, all day. I'm going to second that. I think the Packers are going to blow the doors off them. If Baker's back, doesn't matter. Uh, I just don't see it. The Packers playing a close game to the Cleveland Browns at Lambeau Field on Christmas. Like, this is a 
great grif- gift for the Packers. They're going to take full advantage of this. I say they smoke them at home. Shaq. Um, clearly, y'all don't listen week in and week out. If I had me go first on these predictions, but y'all like hating yourselves. Cause I will also don't you go, do it. I will God, also damn it. go Green Bay on the points. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it was Bacon Mayfield. Even with healthy Bacon Mayfield on the team, I would still take them. It's it, look, it's A Rod. Y'all show some respect. Well, Y'all do I'm about to be time. 14 and 6, America. <laughs> uh, we're going to stay in the NFL here. The other Christmas game uh, Colts at Cardinals. This is basically a pick 'em game. Uh, over under is 49.5. This is the night game. Jack, we will start with you this time for sure. What do you like in this one? I say you take the Cardinals to win this one. We just talked about how inconsistent the Colts can be. Cardinals kind of need to maintain some sort of <clears throat> victory or win some games throughout, and this is where they need to start. They cannot lose their spot where they are in the division, so I would say the Colts, I mean not the Colts, but the, the cards the card to win this one out. I am going to hesitantly agree with Shaq on this one uh, for similar reasons. Like, both teams are pretty inconsistent right now. But the Cardinals, I still think that they will end up winning their division, and they're going to have to win this game if they want to do that. So if this was in Indy, I would say the Colts. But since it's at uh, Arizona, I say they take care of business at home, taking the cards on this one. Malin? All right, well, this is why I'm 14 and 5 because I'm going to go against you guys. Um, listen, uh, back in 2019, Cardinals lost five out of the last eight. Back in 2020, they lost five out of the last seven. There was no reason to think that the Cardinals are all of a sudden going to become a great December team. Um, their backs are against the wall. The Rams are already tied with them, and the Cardinals have the tiebreaker at this point. But the pressure's on. Okay. Um, Indianapolis is a great running team. That goes against the Cardinals' strength on defense. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take Arizona because you're, you're giving me one point. Like, it's a pick em game. If it's at Arizona... Every team at home gets three points. So then if you go inside of three points for the away team, Vegas is saying it's basically a pick game. So I'm going to take Indianapolis on this game. All right. Fair enough. We're going to move right into the NBA. Uh, so there's obviously a slew of different NBA games every Christmas. Uh, so we're going to start with the Boston Celtics at the Milwaukee Bucks. This is at 2.30 on Saturday. Um, I'm going to stick with my trend of the home teams on this one. Fortunately, mainly our Celtics are as inconsistent as they get. They are exactly what the record says they are, a right around 500 team. And we will maintain that by losing this next game to keep us at about 500. <laughs> so we will lose the Milwaukee Bucks probably by like, 10 points too uh so yeah i'm saying the bucks win this one malin i didn't want to give a point 
I'm sad. Um, listen, so they, they've lost five out. <laughs> they've lost five out of the last seven. Okay, it's not good. <laughs> so, um, yes, Milwaukee. There, there's there's nobody right now going into this game on Christmas. It's on COVID protocol or anything else. Um, so if you're giving me who's available right now, yes, Milwaukee is going to just stomp them. I, I hate it. I don't like it. Uh, but that's what's going to happen. Shaq. I'm also going to take Milwaukee to win this game. Um, tell this man to win this damn thing. Shaq. <laughs> All right. God damn it. All the shading ain't going on. <laughs> this score would be like 110 to 98. Stop again. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, next okay. one. Warriors at the Suns. This is a, a great matchup this year. Uh, this is at 5 o'clock this Saturday. I am once again going to stick with the trend of the home teams. Last time these two teams met. Uh, the Warriors were able to pull off the win. I say the Suns at home this time. Uh, they are able to beat the Warriors. Shaq. I'm going to take the Warriors on this one to win this game. Okay. So, All right. Something about the Warriors striking in this game. Steph plays typical ways, hopefully, ball out this game. I thought he sat me off face. <laughs> Mainly go ahead. Alright, well, 55 percent of the money is going on Phoenix right now. Um, they're still the most consistent best team in the NBA at home. Um, I'm gonna take the Suns on this one. I like it. Last but not least, <clears throat> the night game, eight o'clock, the Nets. Go to the Staples Center to play the Lakers. Uh, this is I'm pretty sure this is the first time these two teams have met this year. Uh, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see who's available to play in this game is, if it's going to be as entertaining as it should be. Uh, but this is where my trend of picking the home team uh, stops right here. I say the Nets end up winning this game. Kyrie, Kyrie will be out there to play. Uh, I think this will be a great game. At the end of the day, uh, last week, <laughs> I had picked the Lakers to win, and then Shaq picked after me, and then he also picked the Lakers to win. Russell Westbrook was playing at improved basketball, and then as soon as Shaq picked that, Russell Westbrook said, hold on a minute. Turnovers. <laughs> he went right back to his old ways. <laughs> and now this man is back to eating turnovers for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, so... Uh, I am not picking the Lakers again on this godforsaken show. Give me the Nets on the road on Christmas, uh, Mainland. Alright. First of all, Shaq, don't you fucking do it. <laughs> don't y'all, you do uh, it. Like I said, y'all picking the don't, wrong continue no. to pick in the wrong order. It ain't my fault. Don't, I already got my decision. I can't change it. Don't you hypocrite. do it. <laughs> Alright. Listen, man. You Brooklyn and LA. I mean, come on. Um, with, with Kyrie out, Kyrie, I don't know. He might have a pudge like Harden had when he joined Brooklyn Nets. I don't know. Because that man ain't played basketball in a while. 
Um, but I'm still going to take the Brooklyn Nets to win this game um, because the Lakers are just dysfunctional as all. Damn, get out. Shaq, don't make me mad. Don't do it, Shaq. <laughs> don't do it. Shaq, who do you have? I'm going to say that our particular team up north is going to win this game because Russ is going to be like... God damn you. Russ is going to be like, I'm stuck in my ways. I'm going to go ahead and play Russ basketball. I'm going to get my triple-double, but I'm going to turn the ball over like five times in the process. But <laughs> You guys want to hear a funny stat about Russell Westbrook? Was it, was it a stat that I showed I'm not sure, but over the past eight years, for four of those years, he's been second in turnovers. The other four of those years, he's been first in turnovers. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, has the record for the most triple doubles <laughs> in basketball. Asinine. <laughs> Listen. Skip Bayless on Fox Sports, he hates LeBron James. We all know that, right? Right. <clears throat> yeah. Um, he even says, and I love this, that Russell Westbrook is the best thing that happened to the Lakers because it means that they're going to lose like all the time. Um, and he even said that even though Russell Westbrook grew up being a Lakers fan, he'll <laughs> never be a Laker because he's destined to be like the first stint of Dwight Howard Lakers, like just terrible. Like they're going to hate the fact that he was ever a Laker. Yep. It's terrible. And I don't like the fact that Shaq put me on the losing end on this because this means that somehow <laughs> LeBron James will go out of his goddamn mind and win the game. <laughs> but God God bless you, Shaq. This I love also, you. This is also admitting that Dwight Howard is god-awful. Let's not come down to this. We had to come back. <laughs> to old Dwight. My, can we bring to the record that Milan did bring him up first? <laughs> not me. I'm just finishing <laughs> off the subject that you are admitting that Dwight Howard is god-fucking-awful. I hope you stand up and stub your toe. That's what I <laughs> That's what it feels like for me to watch my team every Sunday. If I have to take my naked toe or run into the corner of a bar somewhere. Uh, <laughs> it's very well, hey, ain't nobody want to picture nothing you got naked, okay? Whether it's a toe or nothing else. Like, just calm down. <laughs> Hence why I got no kids. But <laughs> that ain't the reason you okay. No, I'm gonna be nice. I'm, I'm turning over a new leaf. I'm turning over Man, that a leaf new has leaf. flipped over like 50 times throughout the show. I'm not gonna say it. I think it, I think we could all can imagine where you were going to go with that one. <laughs> ain't nothing but mad disrespect going on in the show. People are like, yeah, they co-host the all the co-hosts on the show love each other, show each other respect, then they watch an episode of the show and just like, yo, <laughs> you're not describing this show. <laughs> uh, before we get out of here, I wanted to ask you guys real quick, just right off the top, and nothing's real quick on the show. Go ahead. 
that's true. Uh, <laughs> Shaq, your team, you're in this gauntlet right now. You have to play the Chiefs on the road this Sunday at 4.30. Can you give me a score prediction? Um, we're going to get worked in the first half of the game, and for some reason the Chiefs are going to fall apart. I say this game comes within a touchdown for some godforsaken reason. Um, I'm going to say the score is going to come to uh, 21 to 17 towards the end of this game. Okay. Okay. Mainly. Not the Chiefs end. Chiefs are going to win this Of game. course. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> this is <respectful. laughs> I didn't need that. <laughs> <laughs> without saying, but... <laughs> All right. Um, we'll go 42 to 13, Chiefs. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> and I assume the Chiefs will run all 42 of them points within the first, like, half of football. <laughs> Listen, man. You can't give me a quarterback that throws for less than 150 yards and a running back that runs for less than 20 yards. One week. And the thing one week. Home, <laughs> no, one week, whatever. Shut up. You don't get to defend your team now, Shaq. You don't get to do that. This is a positive week for my team. I don't Listen, I know. <laughs> listen shut up and take the L. It's going to happen. I've been doing it for the past, 15, what, 12, 13 weeks? Leave me alone. <laughs> Shaq over there ishing his arms because he's you know having withdrawals over a good Steelers team. This is just not happening. For the sake of my so, job, I'm not. 13. For the sake of my job, I'm not having withdrawals. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go to work tomorrow and be peaceful. <laughs> I'm gonna piggyback off of Shaq's. I'm gonna say 24-17. I think they'll add, throw a field goal in there for the Chiefs. Uh, yeah. We'll say this though. Let the Steelers fuck around, win this game, see what happens when Shaq comes in here next Yo. week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, next? oh, next week will be no. Ne- next week will be the week that you know, like Shaq has like Tourette's. Like he, he talks good one week, fucks on him the next week. Like that's that's oh, what'll happen. Right? All I'm saying is, if you fuck around and win this game against the Chiefs next week. I'm sitting here talking shirtless about my team in positive manner throughout the whole subject of the team. Okay. Y'all, he's gonna talk about plain shirt. Hey. Y'all gonna be sitting here and seeing about nothing black skin on throughout the whole segment of my head. nobody needs to see Shaq Zipples. That does but, not need to happen. But fuck around, let the Steelers win next week, though. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Like, listen, my mom is like 75 years old, okay? So her eyesight is like hanging on her. It's nothing. Your mother's going to be like, my mom, my, my mom needs to like have her eyesight when we go to Vegas. So it's don't okay. take your shirt off and blind somebody. Jalen will dim the lights. That's and your, disrespectful. your mother's, Jalen's going to dim the lights next week and your mother's going to be like, why is Jalen alone on this show this week? <laughs> 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 Listen, if y'all dim the lights, we're gonna have to, you know, like make a petition for a different type of show. Like we we ain't dimming no goddamn lights. Your fucking shirt on. That's this what Jeff. That's what Jeff's gonna come on next week. I poor hub. You can watch us. <laughs> watch this show on there. Yeah. Hey, listen. You take your shirt off. Morgan's gonna pop up. Okay. So we don't. 
That's all I'm saying. That is a, that is the circumstances that's coming on next week for our show. That if we mess around and win this game by any sort of chance, that or we could have well, Milan more than... of forty plus points to uh, thirteen. <laughs> damn right. I apologize. Well, Morgan be playing. Well, Morgan be playing Fortnite, and he'll all of a sudden look at him and be like, "Jalen, those are Jalen Zipples. Man, I need to get on this show, not Jalen Shaq. I'm sorry." Shaq, stop rubbing yourself. They ain't even won yet. God damn it. Take your hand off your chest. He's warming Disgusting. up. There might be children watching. First of all, if you got children watching this show, you already got bad parenting skills going on. Shame on you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> your children are already ruined. <laughs> Folks, that's going to do it for this week's show. We want to thank you all for watching and or listening. I want to wish you all a very happy holiday. And we do have one more episode before the end of the year, so we will make sure that is a special one for you guys at home. Anything else you guys want to mention before we get out of here? Um, that This show actually ended before 1130, so that's... Nah, it has not ended yet, so let's oh, okay. pause that. <laughs> <laughs> Six minute outro. <laughs> so I do need to make an amendment, people. All right, there we um, go. That's six minute outro I was looking for. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. I may or may not have said that my mom is 75 years old, but I'm pretty sure she's 70 Uh years old. Hey, what uh, the hell is going on here? You owe your mom a five-minute apology. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, listen, you don't want a five-minute apology out of me because this show's going to go on for another 30 minutes. (laughs) So, you know, my mother is 70 years old, Time works. not 75. Gonna kick the shit out of me the next time she sees me over a seventy year old body. Some sort of Doctor Strange time realm this show runs off of. Talked around and found out on that one. Show runs off. I'm already. I'm already getting text messages from my mom right now. So <laughs> this is this is not looking good for me afterwards, fellas. I, I just want to say, um, ma'am, I appreciate you very much for watching this show. So please don't Amen. hate me. Thank you for advocating for the pillows the other week on the show. Yes. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. At this point, Shaq, just like start rubbing nipples again. Like Shaq, <laughs> don't try to butter up to my mom. I love dirty like, ass man. My mom is not going to date you. She's already married. All right. I got I lost. I lost my co-host. He disappeared. So apparently, I have to end the show. So, thank you, America. We love you so much for listening to the show. Jen's going to go ahead and end it because nobody's coherent but me, which is weird. So go ahead and peace out. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs>